and as I begin to contemplate on what to speak when Brother Randy asked me to speak and, and uh, I, my, my mind went directly to uh, Joshua and Caleb and uh, what their venture was getting ready to take place and do for the Lord. And, uh, you know, I, I've, I've learned one thing about God. It doesn't matter how old we are or how young we are. God's got a mandate for us, and he's got a mission for his people tonight. And uh, he's got a purpose that we're alive. And uh, I don't know about you, but I'm glad that I'm not just merely existing in this old world, but that God's really got a plan for me, and he's got a purpose for my life. And not just me, but whosoever will. And uh, uh, he's got a direction that he's looking for us to go in. And uh, God's always, always, always doing something. God never sets up in his, up in his uh, heaven and uh, he's never on his throne twiddling his fingers and saying, what am I going to do next? Uh, he's not twiddling his thumbs. He's not wondering and pacing back and forth and saying, I need to come up with a new plan, a new vision. I need to come up with something different. Uh, what can I do? But God's always got something going, don't he? He's an ever-moving God, and if we don't move with him, we get left behind. And I can tell you there's been a time or two in my life that I've got left behind a little bit. And uh, why? Because I didn't keep moving when the Spirit was moving. And so God wants us to move in his realm tonight. Several years ago, the United States Central Intelligence Agency was red-faced to explain their fatal mistake in the, in the bombing of the Chinese ambassador in Yugoslavia. The culprit of such of a tragedy uh, of miscalculating and to bomb it was none other than an outdated map. One thing without question, the fellow with his finger on the trigger of the bomb ought to have had an accurate map. Maps are important, aren't they? It has been said that the man who aims at nothing will hit it every time. Clarifying the purpose and the direction of our lives is a major component to experience God's best and accomplishing the unique mission in which we have been assigned. I believe that God's assigned us a mission tonight. But I'm glad that we got the right map, aren't you? There's only one map, and that's the B-I-B-L-E. That's the B-I-B-L-E. How are decisions made? How do we customize a game plan for life? How do we figure out where we're going or what we're doing or what, what direction are we going to do? Uh, some people has uh, a drive in them. Uh, do you know people that's uh, lazy? Don't say it out loud. But do you know people that's slow, that really they just don't got much get up and go, they're get up and gone, and uh, it's all gone, they don't have it no more. Uh, there's different types of people all around us. And do you, there's also those that are motivated people, that you can send them on a, a mission or a job, and you can rest assured they're going to get it done. They're not going to play around, they're not going to wait till the boss gets back, they're not going to wait till somebody tells them what the next move is uh, I know some people that is like that that the only way they move is when you give them direction 
And so there's different people in our world and there's different, different uh, aspects of human beings. And God's got a mission and a plan for us all. And Joshua and Caleb, let me read just chapter 13 real quick and I think verse 9 or 17. Now bear with me, I've, I've got new glasses. And I graduated back when I was about 43, 45 years old to what they call in America bifocals. And so this week I just graduated to trifocals. And I can't tell you whether I'm coming or going sometime. They're supposed to be better for you, but ain't, that ain't proved to be good for me yet. So just bear with me for a minute. It's hard to find everything. Flow with milk and honey. And that they was being directed by God and that God had a purpose and a plan for them and he wanted them to take over Jericho. Now, mind you, he sent 12 guys out. <clears throat> and I understand in life that when we're going through certain situations and certain circumstances in life, not everybody sees it exactly the same way. What I see that you might be going through might be something simple, but if you're going through it, it might be a whirlwind. So as they go out and they check out the hillsides and they check out the mountains and they check out everything there, they see that it's just like uh, they had heard that it was a land that was flowing with milk and honey. See, I believe that with us that God's got a plan for our lives and a purpose for our lives. See, I believe truthfully that no matter what happens that time keeps moving and as time keeps moving, we keep moving with the Spirit of the Lord. And so as Moses and them had sent Joshua and Caleb out, there was 10 men that come back. And just bear with me for a few minutes. 10 men come back and, and the, besides Caleb and, and Joshua. And the 10 men said, oh, yeah, it's just like he said. It was flowing with milk and honey, but there's giants in the land. And because there's giants in the land, it's best to leave it alone. And then there was two other guys that just had a relationship enough with God that they knew that God can do the impossible. And they come back and they said, listen, there is giants in the land, there is milk and honey, and I say that we pursue and go after what God told us to do. And so by them looking at the situation tonight, can I tell you, there's times in life and there's purposes in life that we go through situations now, there's times that we go through things in life that we have been going through for several days, several weeks, several years, and maybe even just several months. There's things that we go through. And we're not quite under sure why God's allowing us to go this way. Now, Moses and them, they went through all kinds of stuff when they crossed the Red Sea and when they was in the wilderness and they was traveling there, and the Bible said that as they traveled there all them years that they didn't need any shoes, they didn't need any clothes, that God provided for them. And aren't you glad today that God is our provider tonight? That he takes care of us, that he looks out over us, and that he knows what we have need of before we even ask him. And so as they begin to look at all the circumstances around them. And they had been doing this for a long time. Now Moses was getting ready to leave 
And you know the story that later on down the road that Joshua was going to take over. But in the meantime, Moses was still there. And he had a plan and a purpose that God had for his life. And though uh, Moses could see certain things, he didn't see it all. And we could go into another message with that about how long it took. But uh, Moses seen the vision that God had given him. And can I tell you, without a vision, people perish. Without having some kind of a dream or a, 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 some kind of vision of what they can believe God for, for their own life personally, without that vision, you'll perish. You'll perish. You've got to have something to go for. You've got to have something to believe in. You've got to have something that you know is better than what you got today. You've got to believe in something. Life begins when vision captures our heart. It has to capture your heart. It has to be birthed within that heart, that perimeter of the heart. Life begins. It brings new birth to you, man. It's just like... How many ever has a, bought a new car? When you get that new car, you drive it all over the place. Yeah, this is me. Check it out, brother. Got my new drive. It's all good. Looks good, man. The wheel's on it sharp. Look, I just painted, had, had, had it washed in it. I'm going to go by these people's house. They know, they know who I am. They see me driving this thing. I got my groove on. I love it when you get a new truck or a new car. You drive around looking good for a while. We get two or three payments in there, that new truck wears off. You ain't so cool, but I ain't back there no more. Yeah, you have a for sale sign later on. No. But it's something about when you get something that brings uh, excitement to you. Well, vision does the same thing. Birth and a vision. When God, uh, there's, there's, there's been people in this building, myself included, um, Included. Myself and... I haven't been drinking, I promise. Just Diet, diet Pepsi. Concluded. That has had dreams and you've lost the dream. How many has ever had a vision and you lost your vision? I think we, most of us all in here has lost it sometime or another. But you know the best, the great thing about God is that we can dream again. We can have another vision again. We can get rebirthed again. Kind of just get that fire stirred up in us all over again. And see, sometimes when these guys, they, they, they seen what the promise of God was. And they said, yes, it surely is like that. But when they, soon as they seen the giants... Their air deflated. And they, they basically lost security and they lost hope. You know why? They took their eyes off of God and looked at man. But Caleb and Joshua knew that the Lord was on their side. They knew that I don't know how we're going to defeat these guys, but we trust in God. See, they believed in the scripture where it says, what time I'm afraid, I will trust in you, O God. They believed in that scripture. They believed that Jesus said that if he told us to do it, 
he'll make a way in the desert land. And no matter how long it took Moses and them to get to this place and how long they, they slaved out in the desert land, their victory was just right on the other side of them. And you know the lady that had the issue of blood for 12 long years, I'm sure there was many a day that she got depressed and said, God, I gave to doctors and gave to doctors and yet I find myself worst off. But then there come this day that Jesus would just be having to walk by. What's the odds that he would walk by that day? Twelve years this lady's been going through it. And all of a sudden there was something that rose up in her and her faith began to see. And she said, you know, if I could just but touch the hem of his garment, I know that I'll be made whole. Her faith rose, rose to the occasion. Caleb and Joshua's faith rose to the occasion. Vision is what that which ignites our lives and provides fuel for the journey. See, if you don't believe and trust God, the journey does get worrisome. If you don't really have the fuel of the Spirit of God in you, the, the, the road does get rough. But somehow this lady kept on a going. Just like the man at the pool of Bethesda. Every year somebody dropped him off. Like he going to get up and walk into the water. He couldn't do that. Because somebody always stepped before him. But somebody believed enough that if they stood there long enough that something was going to happen. And you know, it just so happened that Jesus come by that day. And he said, what's going on? He said, I have no man to take me into the water. And Jesus ended up saying, well, just take up thy bed and walk. See, that fuels and that ignites the life of a Christian. See, I can, I can tell you a lot of things that's happened to me and my family. And I can, I can build my faith up real quick because when I think about how good the Lord's been to me, it does something. It builds my faith up in God. Remember, Psalmist David said, if it had not been for the Lord who was on our side, now Israel may say, when the waters could pass me and they was getting ready to overwhelm me and they was getting ready to take me under, somehow God brought them out. See, they had a relationship with God that they just believed that God was going to be there. Vision captures our heart. Moses saw the possibilities and wanted to understand them clearly as possible. He gave them instructions for the spies to investigate the desert range and the hills on the countryside as well. He also wanted to understand the obstacles that might be there that he might have to encounter, saying, and see what the land is like. See, their future rested on the willingness to accept the challenge and to take the hill. And see, I don't know exactly what we're going to face over the next few days, years, months, decades. I don't know what's going to happen after 2020. I don't know what's going to happen between now and 2020. But I do know that I'm a child of God. And he's going to take care of me. And he's going to take care of us. And no matter what happens, there's still that vision that God said there's a work that must be done. I still got a plan. I still got a future. I still got a, a place. I still got a, 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 something that's happening in the church. Me and Brother Miller was talking today about the music that's outside. And I love it. When you pull up to the house, and, and I'm sure I'm not the only one that said I love it, but when you pull up to the house of God, you hear the music. And I, I picture it like this. You can picture it the way you want. This is my, 
I'm preaching this, so I'll preach it the way I want to. See, I, I, I believe there's rulers of darknesses over, over a city, a town, a place, certain situations. I believe that. And I believe that when you're praising and you got worship, you're tearing down those, those things that would try to break and hurt the church or hurt the individuals or hurt the region that we're in. That's just my way of looking at it because I believe that we, we got, we, the Bible said we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but principalities and powers of wickedness and, and heavenly places. I mean, we, there's, there's, there's presence of evil all around us. And that music just makes me think that we're just tearing down the walls. That's all. See, I, I believe that we just got to believe that God's able to do what he said he would do. Life happens when we focus on opportunities instead of opposition. And I'm fixing to close because I know it's always supposed to be 10 or 15 minutes. Life happens when we focus on opportunities instead of oppositions. Our vision for this church, our vision for our own personal lives, and for corporately, all rest upon what we see. What we see makes the difference. We can either look at the opportunities or we can look at the oppositions. And I look at greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. I look at I can do all things through Christ who strengtheneth me. Life blesses when our attitude is driven by faith. I'm not moved by what I see, I'm moved by what I know. I'm not moved by what I see, but I'm moved by what I know. And I know that God's able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that I ask, or even that I think. I know that God can move mountains when he needs to move them. I know that God can make ways where there seems to be no ways. I know that if God says it, it's going to come to pass. That I do know. And he said one day in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye, we're all going to be changed. Now I choose to believe that. And I choose to believe that I'm not going by the way of the grave. I'm going by the way of the rapture. You can believe what you want. I just soon believe that way. But I know this, that God's word cannot lie. God has a plan for his church. We must have what I call a can-do spirit. I can do all things through Christ. There must be a can-do spirit in our lives tonight. And sometimes it takes us a little bit longer to get around the track than, and than, than it does other people, but I still believe that we can have a can-do spirit. I can do all things through Christ. Sometimes we face things and we go through things Joshua and Caleb wasn't going to be deterred by what everybody else said. And sometimes we can go through things in our lives that we're not sure about. And we're not, we're not uh, quite got figured out. And sometimes we go when our back is to the wall and we don't know what else to do. Sometimes we face situations that nobody really should have to face. Sometimes you go through things that you don't understand why you're going through them. And I don't understand it, and maybe it'll be important for me when I get to heaven to ask God, but I just got a feeling it ain't going to be that important. You know, I, I don't know why good people get sick. 
I don't know why good people die. I just know it's part of the nature. I know it's part of the sin nature and things just happen. I don't know why my oldest daughter at the age of five had a blood disease and had to go to the doctor for a while. Then we prayed and she got healed. And I don't know why a year and a half ago that she got diagnosed with leukemia and they told us to call the family in that it didn't look like she's going to make it. And today she's healed. I don't understand those. I don't understand a lot of things, but I do know that God's got something in plan every time something happens. Because I believe that all things work for my good and your good. I don't understand why your loved ones get sick. I don't get it, don't understand it, but I trust God. I don't understand why you've been in a job for 30, 40 years and all of a sudden they said you'll not be working tomorrow. I don't understand that. I don't understand why people lose their businesses and, and things just don't go the way that they want it to. But I trust God. And through prayer tonight, church, and through situations and circumstances that you and I face every day and through, through things that happen, believe me, it gets rough at times, but God is on our side. So believe God, trust God, have the vision that God has laid before you. And if you lost that vision, dream again. Write the vision and do what? Make it plain. For those that... Read it. What will they do? Huh? They'll run with it. Write the vision and make it plain that they that read it will run to it. Man, that's all that's about tonight is God looking to the church to put a fire underneath of us that the world can see the light that is burned within our spirit. And then things will really transpire. Stand with you tonight. I appreciate you tonight and